Welcome everybody to Con Culture Podcast. We are um, streaming live everywhere. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, exciting stuff. Trey went places. That's right. He ventured. He ventured forth. Got out of the end. house. He did get out of the house. Went pretty far too. Made it all the way. I think he made it all the way to the ocean, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So yep, pretty close yeah. to the ocean. Congratulations, Trey, on your first trip to the ocean. Thank you. First time. So, so uh, I guess we start right off the bat with some con news, because that's why you went to the ocean, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. It you went to the ocean. Uh, tell us about New Wave Expo that took place in Corpus. First year, inaugural year. How was it? I'll get into that in just a second. Do you hear an echo? No. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure before we go farther into this. Um, yes, um... I won these tickets, actually. It's a one-day yeah. event in Corpus, New Wave Expo, brand-new event that they do. This is their inaugural year. And um, one of them from Paradox Cosplay. And, uh, yeah, she was awesome enough to not only give me those tickets, but also rode down with her and, hey, it's Conzo, and just hung out with a bunch of other our friends, Ali B Cosplay. Got to hang out with Maddie Mason a little bit, Sledgehammer Creative, and a whole bunch of others I can't think of right now, but they're all great people. We had this huge cosplay alley. Of just tons of cosplay guests, and you know, it's kind of an anime and gaming themed convention, so everyone had their awesome gaming and anime cosplays on. And I don't know, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't a huge turnout, but I swear, the more the smaller the con, the more intimate the experience yeah. is. What did you go cosplaying as? I went as this is my second time doing this cosplay. I did Eggman, aka Dr. Ivo Robotnik from the Sonic series, and um. I underestimate how much fun I have doing that that cosplay. It looked like a lot of fun. I got a lot of mustache photos in the feed today. Oh yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> uh, did you run into any any Sonic cosplayers while you were out there? Yes, there were a few out there, and like one of them, uh, her name is Lizzie the Hedgehog. She does all Sonic cosplay, and she was telling me about another cosplay that she's working on. I think it's going to be like a Sailor Sonic, you know, like kind of like Sailor Moon meets Sonic. Let's go. Excited to see that. Let's go. Yeah, bunch of great people out there. So like I said, got to hang out with some old friends and make some new ones. So. Whenever that happens, that's just yeah, a plus. Yeah, it's always a plus when that happens. So, yeah. it, what New Wave Expo is great. You got some photos. I saw you uploaded some photos. Uh, Maddie as Electra, and yeah. uh, Paradox was I forgot her cosplay. Evelyn, Evelyn from KDA League of Legends, yes. killed it. Like all of them killed. Yeah, the reason I forgot her cosplay is because she was cosplaying something else the week before, and is already posting photos about the cosplays going into this week, and it's like. She, she made half of that she's cosplay amazing. like literally the night before. She's phenomenal. I, like I don't think she slept a yeah. wink. She's she is next level with all her cosplays. Didn't she do a poke? She did. Yeah. I think she has one ready for Poke Fest. Like, oh yeah, she's everywhere. You're not you're not escaping paradox. Exo Bunny says hi, Trey. Hi, Exo. Hello. Yeah, we're live on TikTok too. So thank us. everybody for joining us. But yeah, New Wave Expo was fun. First year. Uh, I know it was in the same venue that Corpus was, so all yes. in all, good experience. I love the what was it five dollar parking when I went for Corpus. I think it was like five bucks to park. So was it still? It's not bad at all compared to like downtown prices in no, or Austin. I think here it's thirty to forty dollars depending on the event. You're gonna have to pay for parking. Yeah, but was it anything else you got to say about New Wave? Just fun first year. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see how how it grows from there. I mean, it's got, got nowhere to go but up. Did you get any? Did you get seafood while at the beach? I know you're a huge seafood fan. 
I didn't. We were we were in a rush to get back home, and you know you can't rush Snoopy's. Yeah, no. It's it's definitely a good good dish to do. So, all right, now that's not the only con news. We got another con. There we go. I just gotta turn my volume off. Don't worry. It was you hearing me. I don't think anybody else heard me. Here we go. But we're fine. <laughs> and two of me is always better than one. That's my philosophy. Probably yeah. only yeah. my philosophy, but A. It... I didn't want to say it, but you know, your words, but also my words. <laughs> yeah. Big Texas Comic Con is this weekend. You just came from a con. Now you get to go back to a con. Uh, you yes. you excited for that? Yes, I am. I've been the the celebrity list for this looks pretty cool. Yeah. Like we got like we talked about this a little bit last week with Art. But you know, you got the man himself. Was it Matt Ryan that is Constantine? Yes, John Constantine will be in the house. Yeah. Matthew Lillard? Is it Matthew? I think it's Matthew Lillard. Yes. Yes. Shaggy will be here. So you'll have oh, yeah. Constantine and then the supernatural being that is Shaggy. So it's gonna be a powerful con. What are you cosplaying? I still haven't decided. What? Like that's it's it's so hard because like I, I I always try to you know do a cosplay best off based off the theme of the con. You know this one's all over the place, which is yeah, great. Yeah, no, it's definitely a, a bag then, of good stuff. But then also you know I'll try to do it off of the guests because you know tons of the people will dress up like the franchise of the guests that are there. That way they can get a picture. You know it's like we will be dressed up as Obi Wan to meet Obi Wan. Yeah. You know, just stuff like that. So I try to match those as well, and I still haven't decided. I don't, I don't know. Got time. I don't it's know like time. tomorrow, but it does start yeah. tomorrow. But I'm only going. Sunday. Oh, you're only going Sunday? Okay, yeah. so we'll be there Sunday. I will be there Sunday for a short stint in the AM. Get the you lay of the land. Interview to do. We do have a redemption interview to do. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, Checo Perez is uh, racing for second place. The Mexican Grand Prix is this Sunday also. So that's where I will be, F1 Mexican Grand Prix. Also, you'll be racing Mexican, out the door. I will be yeah. racing out the door. I'm there at 10, and by like 1, I'm like, all right, we out. Which okay. generally three hours is a good time to spend at a con. Yeah. You could go longer, but if you're going longer, you're buying stuff. You're you're stopping to get a bite to eat, and then you're. It depends. It depends on the size of the con, like you know, like a mini True. con, you know, like a little tiny one. That one's like you know, two three hours yeah. tops. Like the big ones, I try to stay at least four or five hours. Four or five hours for something like Fan Expo Dallas, or yeah. or the the superhero car show. Like that is four or five hours, six, and then you can go back the next day and see other stuff. So, exactly, definitely, um, but. I'm excited. It's my first time ever going to Big Texas. I hope it's great. Same. Uh, I hope we have an awesome time. I'm excited for the the multitude of guests. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have a blast while I'm there. So that's uh, that's the con. I think that's all the con news we have. I know I Fan so. Expo Dallas tickets started going on sale, so be sure you get those because that is always a blast. But this past weekend. Right before you left for New Wave Expo, the savior of the DC Universe descended oh. from the heavens upon to the box office and graced everyone with some much-needed box office bucks. The Rock, yes. Dwayne Johnson, Black Adam dropped to a $67 million opening weekend. That is his largest box office opening in the starring lead role of all time. 
90 and he deserves 90 percent audience rating on rotten tomatoes it is the best rated film by audiences since the dark knight trilogies yep. like dc figured it out by just giving it to the rock and letting his production company handle business they gave us amazing characters like dr fate for me he was the best part of the I, film. I believe so also. I know it's I know it's Dwayne's film, <coughs> but Dr. Fate is a favorite character of mine already to begin with, and seeing him on screen and Pierce, Chef's Kiss. He was the perfect Chef's casting kiss. for it. Like, I was like you're sitting there like, who else would I cast for this guy? I'm like, no, he he's the yeah, guy. Yeah, <laughs> he has weight and gravitas. He brings a dignity to the role, like an experience, and, and it's and he's believable right. as Dr. Fate. Which is is awesome. You definitely needed an actor of his caliber to pull it off, and he does. Hawkman being the other standout. Oh gosh. He was the perfect antagonist for Black Adam. Cause he he thinks he's he's in the right. He's a hero. It's black and oh, white. Yeah. The the world to him is literally black and white. Heroes don't kill. They always do the right thing. They save the day. You gotta stick to the rules. Yeah, you stick to the rules. There's a chain of command, and that just doesn't Between them two, uh, Hawkman does get the shit kicked out of him. I love the costumes. Like they, I was afraid of like Hawkman looking a little too cheesy or corny, but like those wings come out and that may start spinning, and oh. you're like, "Yup, yup." I was worried about um, what's her name, Cyclone too. Yeah, like, how are they gonna do her? Like she was so cool. Yes, and I love the comic relief was perfect. Adam, Adam Smasher, Smasher was just so funny. My favorite, one of my favorite scenes is when he's swatting. It's like, watch where you're going. I almost hit, wham, right into Hawkman. He just seems to be ruining his whole day, the entire film. And it's like, me and you. Me and you. <laughs> <laughs> he, gave, he gave me like Falcon and Spider-Man yes, vibes. Yes, the The vibe was amazing. The chemistry was good. The film was fun as shit. It was fun. It was, yeah, it was nonstop action. Was it super in-depth character analysis? Was it the greatest story ever written? Was it deep? Like, no. It's not what it was trying to be. It was It was a good story, and it was great action. Like, I could poke holes in it all day. And it's like, and I have. We've talked about this. And I guess we can go into it a little what bit. Did you give like, your, what did what no, you give the, your rating? And then you could poke the holes. Oh, gosh. 8.5? That's, that's I think that's stronger than my rating it's to me like the best dc film of the year yeah. to me still is what are the batman. oh yeah i agree i agree batman st- i think ba- the batman is one of the best films in general not just dc but what are the holes yeah. you would poke in black adam like what were the, some of the things that you this is a problem that happens with a lot of trailers mm-hmm. lately but you give too much away in the trailer that you're looking for it in the movie and it kind of spoils it for you in this moment like spoilers to anyone that hasn't seen this movie yet um obviously but, you know, like Billy Baston, you know, there's the alter ego Shazam, which is the kid. And, you know, they make it seem like in the movie going into it, you know, it's this younger child that became the champion of Tanakh. And, um, yeah, like, the, I remember seeing in the trailer, like, a smaller version of The Rock, like, in ancient times. Yeah. And that kind of ruined it for me. I was like, no, it's it's Dwayne, like characters like where is this character and the finally it's the big reveal at the end it's like oh that's his son that he's the father and i'm sure comic book fans knew that going in but i didn't know very much about black adam's origin mm. story 
besides that, you know, he was chosen by the Wizards. And that's it. And so going into that, it was kind of like, it spoiled it for me just a little bit. But it was still a great moment. It was still like a lot of heart. And again, that, that part just, it kind of ruined it for me. But So I guess I'm just going to stop watching trailers so much, which is almost impossible to say because I love a good trailer. Oh, I'm a sucker for trailers. I'm a sucker for but trailers. I wish they would... I wish they, they would have kept that out, but that's that's just me. One thing that I hate, it was TikTok that ruined not you guys. Not <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, the, we're talking, we're the talking big about spoiler. Black Adam, by the way. But yeah, the big spoiler came through TikTok. All it took was one scroll, walking out of the smoke, yeah. and I was like, boom. Again, spoiler, yeah. spoiler alert, spoiler warning for anybody who hasn't seen it. But it's hard not to be spoiled by now with all the actors coming out talking about it. But Henry Cavill at the end, it was still amazing. <sighs> Electricity oh, still yeah. through my body. I knew it was coming. I literally was like pinching myself, just like no way. Like he's he's fucking. And then the back. lines <laughs> that he says, like, oh, it's so. Ah, I, we have we have him back. We need to talk. I needed him. I needed him back, and I got him. So that definitely helped my score. The iconic curl. Yes, that definitely helped my score. So, but seeing, I know we don't like to shit on CGI artists because we can't draw fucking stick figures, <laughs> but. The Rock's head on that little-ass body, it was just... Well, you're so used to seeing big... Well, first off, The Rock's traps were the star of the movie. Like, like just... It was so intimidating. Yeah. Knock to the CG artists. They did the best they could with the time they had and probably the reference photos. But yeah, it's almost impossible to. Lucky that wasn't like a huge part of the movie. Like we didn't have a lot. And I think they know that because they didn't show it the whole first half of the movie. They really try to limit where they put that in, and I and I appreciated that. But I gave. I think I gave the film an eight. This is my last gripe about mm-hmm. the film. And again, I'm, I applaud all the actors that went into it. I thought amazing performances. They all did great. However, I really wish they would have got a different actor for Ishmael. You know, he's great because he was literally the actor that plays Jafar in the live action Aladdin movie. <laughs> so when he becomes like this big red demon thing, all I could see was evil genie Jafar. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like infinite cosmic power. living space. Yeah, and like that's all I could see. Like when I was watching, it was still cool CGI fight scene, but that that kind of took it out of me for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it was. Once you said Jafar, I didn't even connect the dots until like you said after we left the theater. Then it was like, yeah, oh, it's Jafar. That's why it looked like Jafar. (laughs) It's the actor that played Jafar. So shit, that's why it it all makes sense now. It's all coming back to me now. But I would watch it again. I can't wait to see where it goes from here. And the news kept coming. Like, it seems like after that, Marvel dropped something, and then DC countered. And then Marvel dropped something again, and then DC's like, oh, by the way, new co-CEOs of the DC Universe, James Gunn, Peter Safran. Blew my mind. Yes. Just yes. Arguably, some of the most successful films DC have made and projects come from the mind of James Gunn. People loved the second Shut up and take squad, my money. Suicide Squad. They loved it. And nobody can argue the success of um, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Fucking John Cena. 
own that role. The humor oh, yeah. was exactly what people were looking for, and I it was hugely successful. There's no debating that. Not my cup of tea, but I still watch it. I'm gonna watch season two. Oh yeah. There's DC is notorious for having shows and things so bad I don't even watch. Like Titans, don't even watch it. So <laughs> yeah, that James Gunn is That's definitely not- giving stuff we can actually watch. So yeah, for sure. I'm excited for that. Peter Safran. They're, they're going to do a great job. They did say the Joker 2 sequel is not in this universe. That's cool. That can be its own entity. Like, there's DC. One thing that DC does well, it's multiverse. Yes, and we are getting more Hawkman in the future. We are getting more Superman awesome. and more Black Adam, and they're going to interact. Just give me, me Hawkgirl. That's, that's what I'm really mm-hmm. waiting for. There's also rumors of a Flash 2, minus Ezra Miller. Not sure how they're going to do Good. that. Good. Good. <laughs> They still don't know what they're going to do with the Flash movie, man. It is, it's bad. It's dangerous. It's just so much negativity there that I don't know who would want to touch Oh, we that forgot to make our announcement. What announcement? Oh, we did we at the top of, speaking of Hornet's Nest. Yeah. <sighs> we can't. Yep. We wanted you to hear it here mm-hmm. first, and um, straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah, uh, we just can't in good. We conscience. wish him the best. We can't in good conscience, you know, you know stick stick by no. this kind of behavior. We don't condone it. Yeah, it's not, it's not us. But yeah, I know he's gonna take it harshly, but you know it's for the best. It is it's for it the is. best. But uh, it's all right because DC Savior is here to stay. He's here to save yes. the day. I'm excited. We're about to have a strong DC universe and a strong Marvel universe. Let's go. And Spawn's getting Jamie Foxx. Oh, what else do you want? I keep forgetting about yes. that. Just when you like, he's gonna don't kill think it. you have any more to be excited about. Like, And Blade may have found a new director, too. That's a rumor. I hope so. Not confirmed yet, but I'm hoping that that's the case so we can get back on track with that. Um, but, yeah, I guess we'll transition from that into Marvel. Marvel was competing this week. With the DC hype, because the DC hype was thick, man. You can oh, cut yeah. it with a knife. Superman's bad. Like, that's cute. Yeah, exactly. Here's a trailer. Oh, by the way, Ant-Man Quantumania. Bam! Dropped it on us. But that's the same day Superman came out with his announcement. Henry Cavill was like, yep. I'm glad to be back. The Rock welcomed him back. So it was a real stiff competition there. And it was a different trailer than they showed at D23. Uh, I know Straw Hat Goofy let that out, that it was a completely different trailer than what they saw at D23, so I'm hoping we see that trailer we'll in the that future, scene. that iconic scene. Because I remember they leaked, someone leaked yes. it, and there's like this super, this famous line from Kang, he's like, have I killed you yet? It's so Before. cryptic, yeah. so creepy. Jonathan Majors <sighs> chills down my spine. He's such an amazing actor in everything he does, and he's going to be in Creed. I'm fucking, I'm stoked. I am stoked for his year next year. And we don't even have to wait long. Ant-Man Quantumania, the trailer was great. Drops in February, but it looks like uh, Miss Van Dyne was uh, passing the time while she was in the quantum realm. And the memes are glorious. (laughs) They are so glorious that the memes of um, Janet just kind of with Kang the Conqueror and Kang conquering... Janet and there's all types <laughs> there's all types of memes there's the woman have needs memes like oh it, they're so funny and I and it's there's gonna be an awkward moment does she know Kang 
She's lived in this right. society. In the comics, this is where she lives when she's trapped in the quantum realm. Like 20 years or yeah. something like that? Over Monopolis. We finally got it. It looks very trippy. Very yes. reminiscent of... That whole movie, I think, is just going to be super Yeah, trippy. it's very reminiscent of Star Wars 2. They got their own little cantina there. They got alien-like creatures. Ant-Man variants. Did you see that? One's getting spaghettified. So there's the Ant-Man variants. Uh, looks like we're going to see he's going to meet his multiverse selves. We get our first look at Stature in her suit. So yes, she looked amazing. Uh, we have the Wasp, Ant-Man, and now Stature, the little tr family trio, if you will, um, going up against Kang. And this is just a tease. This is just the tip and I think of the he's iceberg. trying to play nice guy because he's like, I can get you back to the regular world. I just need you to do me a favor. Yeah. So. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> not the oh, not the like most trustworthy guy in that suit. So, yeah. yeah it, I wonder if we'll get um, a tease of the TVA in this movie. Mm. That's the last time we saw it. Is was in Loki the TVA? It is. So I. We'll I think we will. I think they're starting to tie it together. Say, phase five is where we get our, our tie-ins and things. So I think it's going to start making sense. Sort of the sort of the yeah. way phase two in Marvel with things started crossing over more and it started to be more dots mm -hmm. getting connected. You saw Thanos and Guardians. Like We're going to get more connecting as we go along. Kang's going to not only be in Ant-Man Quantumania, I think we're going to face several Kangs across the next few phases. So Can't I'm wait. here for it. Jonathan Majors all day long. Please cast him for a hundred films. I'll watch every one of them. Look, we got another movie coming up and a special to keep us fed. Oh my then. God. I'm glad you said special. The feature presentations. We got werewolf by night as our first feature presentation. We are getting another feature presentation for the holidays. My favorite time of year. Uh, Guardians of the galaxy holiday special. I, I'm a, first of all, I'm a fan of these special presentations because we get a nice one-hour digestible thing with yeah. our favorite characters circled around a season or a holiday. I'm for it. I'm 100% for keep it. Keep them coming. Please keep them coming. They're great little things to feed us while we're waiting for the big meal. But yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, we got a trailer for the holiday special, and they're trying to make Peter Quill feel better about losing Gamora by capturing one of his childhood heroes, the legendary Kevin Bacon, who is now <laughs> canon in the MCU. Kevin Bacon is canon, so I don't think he can play characters in the MCU anymore. No, he can't reprise his role in, um, what was it, X-Men yeah, um, First he Class? Be, <laughs> he can't be that guy anymore because now he's the legendary Kevin Bacon. So, ooh, I wonder if that's going to get a little variant nod. We'll I'm see. I'm for it. I'm Maybe. for it. <laughs> We'll see. There's my next big meal that I'm waiting for. There's the premieres happening tonight. Oh God! Oh Wakanda man! Forever. No, yeah. the costumes, yeah. the 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 visual design, the reviews I'm already hearing from people who got a chance to see it is amazing. Is amazing. Yeah, I can't. I wait. can't. I, one headline I saw is every Mexican needs to see this film, and oh. I'm super proud of that. I know the film is for everyone, but representation matters and so it, big. yeah to see mexicans just the hispanics people, on screen 
and we get to share the screen with our African-American brothers and sisters and put on this spectacle that I hope is going to shatter box offices is, is insane. Okay, it's going it's to, so cool. Without a doubt. It's just, and it's not that we're trying to exclude anybody. It's that everybody now, I think, deserves a seat at the table. So yeah. having this movie do that, I can't thank Ryan Coogler enough because he didn't need to. He didn't, this is not something he needed to do. This is something he chose to do. And yeah, I remember for the longest time, like the rumors were Luke Evans was going to be mm-hmm. number one. And to knock Curtis. Yeah, no knock on Luke Evans. Paper. Great actor. Yeah, but no. T knock is going to knock it out the park. No pun yeah. intended. Yeah. It's going to be yes. nice. But it's not all big screen. I think I think it's time for no. you to kind of, I know you've been holding on to some, some, uh, some excitement and some angst. So. We'll start with the good guess, and with the bad. We're going to start with the House of Dragons finale. Oh, my God. Because I know it's over. It's a wrap. We got two years before we get any more. Yeah, that's that's still blowing my mind. I'm trying to wrap my head around <laughs> that. How most shows, you know, you'll get the next season yes. next yes. year. And now we're already being told, like, it won't be back till 2024. And, like, that is just well, heartbreaking. Well, WB and after... HBO are restructuring, man. I get it, but like, make it happen. You don't understand. Like, you you have the ball rolling. Ride this yeah. wave of the dragon. Like, people want it. Like, especially after this last finale. Well, it sounds like snow is already in pre-production, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's great. So, it's like, but still, I'd like, rather watch that. We've seen, we've seen, we know this kid. Yeah, I'd like, rather watch we, that. Like, no, 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 knock on Kit Harrington. Like, I love Jon Snow. I love me some Kit Harrington. But if you had watched, gone on the journey of this first season of House of the Dragon. You're dying to see where it goes mm. next, like because the last scene you, they have this scene. I'm gonna try to do it without any spoilers, yeah. but shit goes down. Mama Dragon is about to unleash hellfire everywhere because they went after her babies, and whoo, like you could just feel the tension. Just like I'm about to turn a blind eye to all the war crimes she's about to commit because it's like I'm with Damn. her. Like get it. So. And then again, we have to wait over a year to see all that yeah. happen, which is just maddening. <laughs> it's just, it's like, I want to see Always it now. Always leave them wanting more. That's, that's the Oh, secret. for sure. I get that. But it's like, come on. Like, a, oh, a year and then yeah. some? Like, that's It's a bit much. Teasing. It's a bit much. It's a bit much. Now. Well, lucky there's tons of other stuff to feed us along the way, but I'm going to be missing Westeros <laughs> until 2024. Just watch reruns. You'll, you'll, you'll be good. Yeah. yeah no, I'll, be, six, I'll be watching six, that season seasons over and over again. Also to keep you company. Yeah. So, so yeah, hopefully we do get John Snow's series the in between. Good. What is the bad? I know you have. There's some other good out there before we. I guess let's do a sandwich. Yeah. Let's do a good, bad, good let's sandwich. So, uh, we've been talking about this every week yeah. now, and I oh I feel like a broken record, but it is really hard for me to dive in and get sucked into Andor. Yes. And that's because I love. This character, I love the universe, love the world. You're one I love of the me some biggest Star Wars. Star Wars fans I, I know. Love me some Star Wars. Yes. And especially like in this age, like during the Galactic Republic, during like the Empire versus the Rebels, like I love that era of Star Wars along with the Clone Wars. And it's been tough. Like it's it's definitely an adult it show. Is. Like it's away gets away from Jedi's and Mandalorians and all that cool stuff that we all know and love. So I guess I just have a short attention span, just like sitting and watching this. But like 
we got four more episodes, I think. So I'm excited to see where it goes from here. But right now, every week, I'm just like, what is going on from, with this show? Where hear, is it going? This is what people have been asking for when they said, no fuck, no more Skywalkers, no more characters yeah. we already know. Give us some older Star Wars. Show us the rest of the universe. Sounds like this show is taking us to the rest of the universe. No, for sure. Not for you. <laughs> There's little Easter eggs here and there that are cool. They reference a few characters yeah. here and there, which is like, okay, that's cool. And that, that keeps me semi interested. But don't get me wrong, like the sets, gorgeous. The costumes, awesome. Effects, amazing, as always with, with Star mm-hmm. Wars. It's just the story this time is hard for me to stay glued to. Is that because you know his fate? That, there's that. I know what happens to so this character. No man. If you've seen Rogue movie. One, you know what happens. But even then, it's still... I don't know. Nothing has, quote, wowed me yeah. yet. There's been one episode that was like, that was cool. But that was it. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. Like I have with the other shows. Like, you've seen Mandalorian. Remember like the first time like when Boba Fett comes out in his armor? Like That scene was like Jaws on the floor. Like, holy yeah. shit, Boba Fett's back. Or that scene when Luke Skywalker comes in and saves everybody. It's like, holy shit, it's Luke Skywalker. So granted, those are iconic characters. Yeah. But still, like, there's even moments with Din Jarzin, like you we just knew, like my first scene's like, this guy's a badass. 100%. Like, I love to see where the show goes. And Cassian, don't get me wrong, he's a badass, but I still have to remind myself is he's not at his prime yet. Like he's still learning the game of being like a Batman. Role. So <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right, so so my biggest complaint though, and it happened in this last oh, episode. Let's hear it. Like in the Mandalorian, this is the first time we got to see a toilet in the Star Wars universe. It's, you know, it's like, oh, cool, nice to know that you know they go to the bathroom in this universe. Right. Yeah. So spoiler, if you haven't seen the new Andor, um, Cassian is in like this um, prison, and when they show like his cell, which is all high tech out out the wazoo. Like, everything you would imagine, like, a high-tech prison to look like in the Star Wars universe. They go, all right, there's the toilet, and there's your toilet paper. And then the minute I heard toilet paper, I was like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that in this high-age technology world that they don't have, like, a bidet or you something? A, like People gotta, are still touching get, their butt you, in the future? You gotta, you gotta have duty paper in Star Wars? Like, come on. Like, I thought that, that was wild. That sounds whack. Touching your butt still in the future. We haven't got the three shells yeah. from Demolition Man. Nothing. Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible to see it, folks. Sorry, Star Wars. But to, to wrap it back up to something good okay. is there's another series out on Disney Plus that came out two days ago, yeah. I believe. It is Tales of the Jedi by Dave Filoni, which is like this awesome like prequel series of some of our favorite Jedis and Sith Lords in the Clone Wars and pre-Clone Wars era with the same animation, but like kind of upgraded yeah. from the show. So it's beautiful. Like you've seen parts of Bad Batch. Yes, I have. It's it's better than the Bad Batch animation. Damn. Like it is like there's some parts in the first episode, I was like, man, that almost almost looks real. Like I can still tell it's yeah. animated, but like it's there's so good. Uncanny Valley territory here. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. And I highly if you love Star Wars, which you know, I think most mm-hmm. of us do. Like, watch this show. They're 15 minute episodes, and there's only six episodes. Yeah. I knocked it out in a night. And it was just crying and going, woo, <laughs> and just a roller coaster of emotions with this yeah. show. And, like, they brought in some of the original um, actors to do the voices. Yeah. So you told me Liam Neeson so, came back as Qui Gon Jinn. Yes. yes. And Ian McDermott to play Palpatine. Oh. And, like, and then another spoiler um, 
uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, she voices um, Jedi Master Yaddle, who's like the female version of Yoda. And she's a badass. Let's go. And so I'm going to leave it there. That is, that is... But it's great because like when you see that you see that character in episode yeah. one, Phantom Menace, and you're like, what happened to her between episode one and two? You see this episode, and you're like, oh, that's what happened. Yeah. Well, so yeah. you got good Star Wars and Star Wars Great Dragons. All right. Yes. Now you know what to stream, yeah. folks, and what to maybe wait for the end and then watch it all together. Um, House of Dragon. If I could, if, I, if you haven't seen House of Dragon, I would just wait. Wait till after season two comes out in 2024 and then no, just binge. No, you want to suffer with everyone else. Suffer with no, everybody no. else. I know I'm going to. Because I was lucky enough, like when the first Game of Thrones came out, I didn't start watching that until season yeah, three was halfway same. through. I think I did the same thing. And then I was like, binge, 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 binge. Yeah, I think I did the same thing. I think I got on around season three. And then I was, no, I'm fucking lying. I was a day one season one because... Uh, you were day one season Sean one? You're oh, not going to put yeah. Boromir in a movie and me not... I'm, I'm the... I'm sorry, that would have killed me to wait a year after oh, watching yeah. his head. Oh, pop, oh it did. What? It no. did. That's the first time a show has ever done that to me at all. Yeah. Where the main character, the poster character, gets its head lopped off. I, I, could, I was done for after that. I was never going to watch that show again, but I had to find out how it ended. Another big moment happens like that in the finale of House of Dragon. It's so. just like, no. <laughs> I guess we'll have to watch and see, folks. But for us, that's it this week. Um, we're going to go to Big Texas. We're going to try to get, do it right and get an interview with Maddie. Hopefully, she can come back on the podcast. But, um, yeah. That's the show, folks. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you, TikTok, for tuning in. Thank you, Facebook. Thank you, Twitch. Thank you, YouTube, everybody who watched. But that's the show, and that's it. We're out this bitch.